2: It's 8 o'clock. It means it's the Red Reaction Show on Sitskin Sports Radio. We're still alive, baby. Year two. Season uh, two. That's right. Season two. Second year in a row, we're in the playoffs. We ourselves, Nick Price, Dusty Liggins, you know what we have in common? Well, actually, what we have that somebody else, we have more playoff experience than Justin Herbert. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I make one tweet this weekend and it takes off like a bat out of hell. And all I said was it's time that we stop comparing Justin Herbert to Patrick Mahomes. In fact, it's time we stop comparing anybody to Patrick Mahomes. We'll get into that a little bit later. But again, this is the Red Reaction Show. It's on our show. It's yours. 913-576-7610. Thanks to our friends at Hellsberg Diamonds. We get to do this show because it's the official jeweler of Kansas City Chiefs serving the kingdom for over 100 years in over 200 locations. The game was obviously played on Saturday. Tonight is your your look at the national championship game. Not really seeing a whole lot of buzz um, regarding this game, obviously, because I think there's just a whole lot uh, going on when it comes to what happened yesterday and last night, my God. uh, That game last night uh, to finish the 2018 regular season um, I don't even smoke cigarettes and I, uh, needed at least three after that game last night.
3: Everybody was rooting for the tie too. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's all I want the sign in the stands. Yeah. I Hilarious. Mean, all I want, like
2: I get it. Like that game last night, uh, we'll get into some cheese talk here in just a second is we're, um, we're in playoff mode. Um, but that was so crazy because the, the three things that came into my mind with that game was no way is this happening because before the game started, before the week started, the scenario was if Jacksonville wins, then then both these teams could essentially kneel it out and tie. And you're like, okay, that's funny. Uh, we'll talk about that on Monday. And then you look past that and you think to yourself, all right, well, um, now Jacksonville is one. And then someone asked, I think, either Staley or Osaka, and they were like, hey, would you consider kneeling it or playing for the tie? And they were like, no, we're playing a football game. We're not going to discuss, you know, tying this football game. And then the Vegas Raiders come out to such an early lead that it becomes 15, and you're like, okay, well, the tie is off the board. I don't think there's going to be a tie in this ballgame. And then it happens, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, What's going on here? And when you looked at that game, the first thing that thought the first thought that came to my mind is because everybody was thinking, God, could you imagine what it's like to be a Steelers fan? Like right now. And in my mind, I was like, this is where it's nice to be the chiefs because you don't have to worry about that. Like the floor was the two seed and the ceiling was the two seed. Like there was nothing that necessarily changed other than the fact that if they tied, you were probably playing the Raiders which you know the difference in, in scores in both those games. It's like 89 to what, like 23 or something like that. So you didn't need to worry about that, but it was just kind of nice to think that week 18, yeah, your starters had to play, but in reality, it, it didn't really matter because as long as you won, which you did on Saturday, you were doing what Patrick Mahomes was doing, at least what he told Carrington Harrison to the drive today. Feet up. TV watching, relaxing, knowing that you have everything that you have in your corner. You're the two seed. If Tennessee somehow can lose, you're the one seed. Boy, was that game kind of a, a roller coaster of emotion because at one point I was like, all right, whatever. It's time to go check out this other game. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, David, David Mills is uh, Davis Mills is putting his neck on the line here for, for Houston. And, and we got a chance, but in all reality, the chiefs official season has started. And that's not arrogance. That's not um, bias. That's not being a homer. This is where, fortunately for your Kansas City Chiefs, this is where the real season begins. It's fun. It's cute to go twelve and four. It's or twelve and five or whatever the hell their records can be. Fourteen and two. Thirteen and three. Twelve and six. Whatever you want your record to be for the Chiefs. And every year. It kind of reminds me of the same, like the chiefs and, and, and the feeling of what it's like to be a Kansas Jayhawk fan, because the Jayhawks every year under bill self and that team are going to go something like 26 and four. They're going to lose a game where you kind of scratch your head and be like, well, you know, or they're going to lose early and they're going to, well, once this offense clicks, this team will start rolling. And that's kind of the way it goes with, with the chiefs as well. Like here we are again, another 12 win season under Andy Reid, his fourth, As a chief, Patrick Mahomes has now won at least 11 games as a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs in all four years as the starter. They're now no lower than a two seed. Kansas Jayhawks are always a two or a one seed, it seems. And nothing really begins for the Jayhawks until the Sweet 16. The first two rounds, yes, you're a little nervous. I'll give you that. Like, you want to get past. You can thank Bucknell and Bradley for that. But you want to get past those first two rounds. But really, KU's season doesn't start until March. And here we are with the chiefs and the real season begins now. And the chiefs are the most experienced team in this playoff in the AFC side of things. I'm not counting bill Belichick because he's got Mac Jones as his quarterback. And, and really none of those players are part of that, of that legacy of the Patriots. Yes. The Steelers, when it comes to Roethlisberger and Tomlin, that's, that's there, their experience is there because they both have been in the league for as long as they have and and they've been in the playoffs. And in fact, the last time they were at Arrowhead, they won by kicking only field goals. But this to me seems like what we're about to get to is another torch passing game. And and the gif that I I kind of played was when Shawn Michaels super kicks Ric Flair in WrestleMania and looks at him and says, Hey, I love you, but it's time for you to be, you know, out of the scene. And this is where I think we're at with Ben Roethlisberger. Again, like I mentioned, the last time they played, it was probably one of the most depressing games you've ever seen. The game got flexed back because they thought there was going to be an ice storm, and then Chris Boswell destroys the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't allow a touchdown but somehow lose, and it's pre-Patrick Mahomes era. It's gloomy. It's dark. You lose to Pittsburgh. And then they have the the, the first – really the first ever Instagram Live celebrating the locker room, and and – Old workmate Ryan Wachowski is seen looking down, which I can explain to you in further detail off the air what that means. But the thing about this game is that this shows you just how quickly the NFL power has switched. And now we have Chiefs Steelers. I know there's a lot of you that think it's going to be a blowout. I I, I hope so. The odds are out, right? Like the Chiefs are 12 and a half, 13 and a half point favorites, depending on what line you use. But let's get to the game first. But the real season begins now, and this is the Red Reaction Show, and we're in playoff season mode, Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. It's not our show. It's yours. Batman, every week, every night. You do it. Monday night. Go it's ahead, nice. brother.
4: It's because it's the best show. The, the deal of it is. You're very I kind. Get speak, we get to speak last after everybody's spoken today, and we get to digest all the material, all the yin and the yang. But I'm telling you, the, the gig of what's coming up right now, this is when the season starts. nothing matters in in the regular season other than working on your skill, hopefully not getting anybody injured. We've come out of you know, we came out of that last thing smelling pretty good. I mean we have two two maybe injuries, but I mean they have time to get it together. And and the thing of it is we've got we've got to go on this roll now. You know, we're the defending champions, we've got to start acting like it. We you know, get that swag and really get the swag rolling. And take it through, and just march on through, win our games, and then face whoever it is in the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter; it's our ring this year. We earned it. We did it. You know, we we didn't we we lost last year. We lost faith. We got beat bad in the Super Bowl. And those guys remember every bit of that. And, and we have a proud team, the Kingdom's proud, and we're going to take the ring back this year. And that's all the Batman's got to say. Thanks, man. You rock,
2: Batman. You're incredibly kind. Uh, enjoy your loyalty as well. Thanks for. And and
3: you know your service to our country fighting crime. Yeah, fighting
2: now. crime. He yeah. called in twice one night and put put crime aside for for Nick Price and Dusty Likens on the Red Reaction Show. Uh, Jay Southland Toast Service Text Line 913-576-7610. Um, Dan and KCK, I know you're ready to go, man. Go ahead.
4: Hey Dusty, hi Nick. I'm ready for this championship run. Yeah, the play of the night when Melvin Ingram uh, yeah, uh Gordon and Nick Bolton, 89 yards. And I was so proud of McCall Hardman stepping up with 103 yards and McKinnon with his first TD. And I'll tell you something, guys, it interesting last night. Uh, Dusty and Nick didn't, at first, it looked like the Raiders were going to. Kept picking the tick, tick, tick. Then once I got to the charter thirty, But you said, "Let's go for the win." So uh, anyway, it was a great game. I enjoyed talking to you guys for the last two years. I got, I know I got a lot of energy, and you know, but you know, it's okay. You know, I I know it's trying to calm down when I, you know, I get no, so it's excited. Not. But uh, I to talk to you guys. I know my Chiefs history very well about Ed Polak, so, You know, still holds a record for 350 yards in that Christmas game <laughs> against uh, against the Dolphins. So anyway, take care, guys. Let's take care of the stairs. Take care.
2: Dan, I will ask you one one thing, and that, that is to never lose the energy. I don't ever want to see you lose energy. And I can promise you this that as of right now, there is at least one more red reaction show this season. At least one. So the Chiefs keep winning. We keep reacting. That's my promise to you. And I and like I said, I do appreciate you all for coming out and joining the show every single Monday night. 913 576 7, 6, Not our show, it's yours. Uh, thanks to Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. Um, my biggest concern with this game, as I'll get this out of the side real, real quick, because I know that you guys hate when I try to be devil's advocate, is that the defense does look a little shaky the last couple weeks. And Pittsburgh does have that that, I guess, attitude that this is it. Like this is big Ben. This is all he's got one last run. I'm just going to do it. But we've seen that the last two weeks with Roethlisberger and you haven't really seen a uptick in their offensive production. Now, the thing that I will say that gets kind of interesting with Ben Roethlisberger in this offense is that Najee Harris is the truth. Chase Claypool is a big target and Deontay Johnson is a stud. Now, the thing about all of that is that's somewhat concerning is that the last couple of weeks, big targets have been a big problem for the chiefs. I mean, drew Locke threw it up to Jerry Judy and and Mike Hughes was, was flat footed and you saw that with Jamar chase. Now, the thing that I will say, that's a little bit of, of resurgence for the chiefs is that The only reason you lost to the Bengals is it took Jamar chase to have 266 yards to beat you. And the only reason that Denver was in that game is because drew lock was playing out of his mind and he had to, because it was his last game in Denver. And he's now going to be looking for a new team. And that team was, was fighting for some reason. And it looked like for a while, the defense was a little bit lost, or maybe the defense was trying to maybe mail it in. But for the time being, I will say that when you look at this Pittsburgh offense and you look at this matchup, it is a little bit more of a, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon that a lot of you are on that think that this is going to be a blowout. I think the playoffs are different. I think the chiefs handle their business. And again, like I said, this is a torch passing game. And the last time that Patrick Mahomes played in a game like this at this round, he put a quarterback's career to bed. And for inst- for those of you that don't remember, it was Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck played in that game. The Colts lost. That she's got their first playoff victory in like thirty years. My whole home. life, yeah. And then Andrew Luck was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore." Anyone back player of the year that year, and he was like, "I'm going to step away." And tonight he was holding a microphone talking about the national championship game, and he looked like Bill the Butcher from There Will Be Blood. That's what Mahomes did to that that situation, and now Mahomes has another chance to be like, "This is my league." Brady moved to the NFC. Rogers is in the NFC. Big Ben, you're leaving. It's my time to shine. So I think that there is a little bit of obviously confidence that you have as a Chiefs fan. I don't think that they should be worried about losing. 13 and a half seems a little bit uh, a
3: little bit big to me. Um, it's all based off of the last game, right? How that and, went. I mean, it was and, so recent too.
2: And that's what's different about the last game is I think that I do believe you were without Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill played a very, very limited role because of COVID. And now you basically kind of have everybody back, but the way Travis Kelsey left the game and the way Tra- Tyree Kill played in that game because of the heel injury, that's a little bit why I'm concerned. RJ and KC, go ahead, man. Hey, thanks for taking
5: my call, bestie. Uh, so I absolutely agree. Uh, yeah, the KC quarters have been having issues with big receivers all season long. It started from game one against the Chargers, when Mike Williams just paid up the secondary, and it just kept on going from there. Um, so with this game, Denver told me that's going to happen in these playoffs, that nothing's going to be given to Kansas City. Mahomes and company are going to take these playoffs because it's not going to be given to them. They're going to have to earn every victory throughout this, this postseason. And it's going to start with, with Pittsburgh and, and more likely Cincinnati and probably Tennessee in, in Nashville. So, yeah, it, it, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be like the last couple of years when, we, you know, you see Mahomes in the offices roll through everybody in the playoffs. It's not going to be that way. Um, but I, I have every confidence that they're going to, they're going to get it done. But uh, it just be on the edge of your seats and be ready for the cardiac chiefs because it, it's going to come. Um, Thanks.
2: That's all I got. I appreciate the call, RJ. I, I, I'm just, I just want people to be a little bit more um, on point with this game. I don't, I don't think that necessarily you should go into the game thinking like, did you see the last time they played? Wasn't good. Um, that's fine. I get it. I, I, I love that confidence. Trust me. I, I want to see a game that is over by halftime. I would love that. It makes my job a little bit easier. Um, it makes me more relaxed when I watch this game, but again, it's playoff football, man. And, and Pittsburgh's not shy of it. Mike Tom not shy of it. And when you go look at, at head coach quarterback combo, when you get into this point of the season, um, other than Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes, the next team up is, is Pittsburgh and, Those then, guys, and yeah. then it's Tennessee. So it's the team you play in the first round and then possibly the team you have to go play in the AFC championship. That's, that's what it is. Josh and OP go ahead, man.
4: What's going on, Dust? Um, man, so I I think that like Nick Bolton playing makes a huge difference, especially he didn't get, he didn't get to go the first round, and like if you're running Najee, you got to have the best run stopper that that you can have on the Chiefs, and I, I think he's clearly the best tackler out there. Um, ben can't throw the ball past ten yards, so even <laughs> like if you look at that fourth down completion that he had, he struggled to get it there. Um but Mike Hughes doesn't belong on football field against a, a tall receiver or any receiver for that matter for, in my opinion. But you just gotta hold, uh, make sure that the secondary puts good coverage, um double if you can, uh their big receiver, uh Mapletron will be fine, man.
2: Yeah, and again I, I, I love I love the I love the matchup. I think this is the best matchup the Chiefs could have drawn in the playoffs. I think that Pittsburgh's the team that you potentially match up the best against. I love what Nick Bolton does for this defense. I love that Melvin Ingram's going to have a little bit of fight too. Cause you know, the first game it was, I get to play against my team that gave up on me because they didn't want me there. And I didn't want to be there. And now I think that the Chiefs should honestly let Melvin Ingram bang the drum before the game. I think that'd be pretty awesome. But again, I think it's just when you look at this game and you look at the, where that, where we're at, it, it is a little bit more of a, Hey, let's just, let's, let's just check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and, and let's just make sure that we have everything that we need. Let's make sure everybody's good to go. And the Chiefs got the best possible outcome. They got to play Saturday's game. And then they got to play the Sunday night game. So I guess that they really, I mean, because even if you play the Monday night game, yeah, you wait long, but then you
3: play a short week the next week in the playoffs. Right. At least this way, it kind of keeps things consistent moving forward, assuming that the Chiefs are able to get out of this one. You know, I think that's some interesting points from the callers there, though, about the defense and about the corners in particular, because that was one thing that I really noticed is those corners have been getting burned the last couple of weeks on those back shoulder throws, like 20 yards down the field. I mean, Jamar chase is just a freak, but yeah, drew Locke was out there making these guys look like Jamar chase for a little bit of that game anyway. So I don't know. I'd like to see, I feel like they were going a little vanilla with this play calling on both sides of the ball yesterday. You know, you don't have a whole lot to play for. You're already in the playoffs. You're probably right. going to be the two seed at worst. You would have been what the four seed. So, uh, I think it was, I'm, I'm looking for a much better game plan on defense, you know, maybe a little bit more man against this team, some safety help, stuff like that. But I think we're going to see a much different scheme when it comes to this team than we have in the past couple of weeks.
2: And I think they're going to blitz the hell out of big Ben. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't move around anymore. Right. You're going to, you're going to get all up in his face, try to make him make a quick decision. And, and that's what they did in the first matchup. They got into his face. they moved him up a spot. And I think right out of the shoot. What they do, they fumbled, and then he threw a pick, and then the game was basically all but over. Um, so this is one of those games that where perfect perfect situation, you go up big in the first half, and then you can do typical Andy Reid, just relax, sit back, because I don't think Pittsburgh can catch up very quickly at all, if at all. But this is one thing where I, I don't want to see them hang around and hang around and right. hang around, and then all of a sudden it's you know fourth quarter, and you need a, a Patrick Mahomes drive to get you the the nail in the coffin. You played, you know. Close football all the way to the final whistle. I don't I don't want to see that. I don't think that you see that. I don't think that you see the Chiefs win by two touchdowns. I've been wrong before, but it's again, it's it's a different atmosphere and the real season begins now and and into and this next caller. First off, I have to thank you because you are the reason why I ate dinner tonight, because there was some uh there was some leftover za uh, and I saw that there was a, a choo choo written on the box. So Big T, we get ready to go to break. But before we do, you get to take it away, man. Go ahead.
5: Hey, I appreciate you taking my call. So, hey everybody, let's let's uh, jump aboard the train. Let's buckle up. It's all it's going to be a crazy and wild ride. But we all got to get behind our chiefs. So, what we just witnessed here, what I think everybody is one of the greatest greatest NFL seasons ever. Adding the 18th game and all the drama we saw, everybody thought, oh, it's ball. It's going to be the Colts. It's going to be the Chargers. Oh, hell no! It was neither one of them because they all choked it out. But it was the Steelers. And the only reason they got there is because their coach. Nobody's in this town is going to take this team lightly, but look at the point spread, look at the history, look at the Chiefs. We got the best trigger man in the league. He's 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 king of arms. 15 and 13. We got the, we shattered the third down completion percentage. He, they're not going to be able to stop our offense. We, they don't match up with us. Their offensive line has trouble. Everybody just calm down about the defense. It's amped up. It's playoff time. You don't think Spags and Reed and all them are going to bring some different Different challenges and some more optimism and some more heat to the other team. Hell yes. Don't sleep on the Steelers, but everybody, let's just take it one game at a time. And I'm t- calling it right now. Cincinnati, they ain't making it out of the first round. Oh, hell no. And w- wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be great? AFC West, uh, a, a championship, a, a Raiders and Chiefs in an the AFC championship game. <laughs> always did that. But anyway, let's go, Chiefs. Let's take care of business. And as always, let's take care of Pittsburgh first. And-
2: Jump aboard the train. Big T, always appreciate the phone call. We come back. I made a tweet this week in that, well, it kind of set the world on fire. And I'll explain next why we can't compare anybody to Patrick Mahomes.
0: This This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913 576 7610. Here's Dusty Likens and Nick
4: Price. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, uh, he's the standard, you know, and, and that that's you know everybody's trying to. Uh, this year has been the year where um, I wouldn't say it was, it was kind of a down year for Pat, but uh, um, everybody's used to him just blowing it up every single game, which is good. You know, it's not fair at times to uh, to do that because he's a <laughs> he's the best in the league. Everybody knows it. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. Herbert is a uh, Justin is a really really good quarterback. He's a starting to making as well. But uh, he's not on Pat level, uh, but uh, he is in the division. And, uh, of course, they have to – that's the storyline. They have to compare somebody right? To Pat, and uh, he's, a, he's a young, up-and-coming guy.
2: That audio, uh, Derek Johnson, who joined Fesco in the morning, he joins those guys every Monday at 7.30. And I'm, I'm very, very happy with DJ because I saw a video this weekend where he was teaching a bunch of linebackers, and he has officially brought it home. For those of you that are unaware of what bringing it home means, he's officially gone bald, and he has shaved it clean. And he is one of those guys that actually looks nice uh, with a bald head. That's the way and, to do it, man. And was, get to a certain
3: point and, like, just, just yeah, go for it.
2: Because for a while he had the, you know, the receding and was just kind of holding on to it and and letting it be. Um, and for those of you interested that are just listening to this show and and lights are off and just the radio's playing, 9-3 Alabama, Um as they uh, lead Georgia in the revenge game, which is funny because Alabama was uh, was plus two and a half
3: in this game. Yeah, yeah Things give, going according to plan. Just yeah. would love to see more points, you know, from an entertainment factor. Yeah, so you
2: what know. you need is a kick return for a touchdown, and yeah, then, you know, you can nice, start you really know. getting close Get to that number. That's yeah. right. Get to that 52 and a half magic number. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. I'm pretty sure. No, you and I God. both would probably be pretty cool. close to knowing what that is. Cool. But um, one thing that I, I noticed this weekend – and. And sometimes it works out this way, and sometimes it doesn't. And and Twitter is uh, in the in the words of Rick James, a hell of a drug. Um, but the thing that's crazy about this is I was watching that that Raiders in Chargers game with with everybody else in the entire country, and it just kind of dawned on me to put a couple words on a phone and, and hit send. And that was to the the comparison of Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes needs to end. Um, and I want to be very very clear here that I'm not saying that Justin Herbert isn't good because this tweet um, that I made kind of took a little bit uh, m- more on than I figured it would. I just figured some people would get, you know, your typical, you know, few retweets, a couple likes, like, shut up, just keep going. And it turns into a 24 hour uh, contest and it's, it's still going. And, and I think the problem that we have here with most people is that, we like to we like to compare so many people to to what the great one is in the league, and right now it is no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes is is the best quarterback in the NFL. Now Aaron Rodgers is probably on the way to winning his second MVP, um, or maybe it's Tom Brady. Either one, I'm not going to be disappointed with Patrick Mahomes isn't going to win MVP. But one thing that I I want to get very clear with is that when we compare guys. You need to be very full when you look at the comparisons. And when you look at Justin Herbert and you look at Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' quarterback record full record as a starting quarterback in football games is 50 and 13. Since he's been announced as the chief starting quarterback, he's 49 and 13. Okay? And in those years that he's been a starter, you can go to his Pro Football Reference page, there is a lot of what I would call ribbons. He's a four-time Pro Bowler. He's a one-time All-Pro player. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's an MVP. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's an, he's an AP Offensive Player of the Year, okay? So if you're going to compare somebody to that, I'm going to need them to at least have two, maybe three of those accolades, okay? Justin Herbert has more, or ha- I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes has fewer losses than Justin Herbert has wins, Patrick Mahomes as a starter in the NFL is 50 and 13. 50 and 13. In Patrick Mahomes' first two years as a starter, as a starter, in his first two years as the Chiefs starter, he threw 76 touchdowns. Justin Herbert, 69. That number's close, but it's not 76. That's a seven difference in touchdowns, that's almost two games of more touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes and his first two years threw for almost a thousand, almost almost threw for ten thousand yards. Justin Herbert close nine thousand, not ten thousand. Patrick Mahomes a full thousand yards ahead of Justin Herbert. And oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, his first year as a starter, he won the MVP and he went to the AFC championship game and lost to the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. And in his second year, he won the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert has not played a playoff game in his NFL career. Justin Herbert is good. Justin Herbert is going to be an elite quarterback, but let's compare Justin Herbert to other quarterbacks that are like Justin Herbert. And one of the things that I thought was kind of irritating that I saw consistently on this response was Patrick Mahomes has weapons. When did we stop considering Austin Eckler, Mike Williams and, 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 and Keenan Allen weapons. It's not my fault that Patrick Mahomes has a head coach and Andy Reid. That's not that. That's not my fault. It's not my fault that Patrick Mahomes had Alex Smith and that their franchise decided, hey, let's have a mentor for one year and then let him go because they saw how it worked in Green Bay. Could have done that in, 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 in Los Angeles, but you decided to let Phillip Rivers walk. So, again, I'm not saying that you can't say that Justin Herbert is good and I'm not taking anything away from Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is a stud. He proved it last night. He had good plays. But again, there's no comparison because the resumes don't match. Josh Allen is a better comparison to Patrick Mahomes than Justin Herbert. Josh Allen's at least been to an AFC championship game. Josh Allen's been at least to playoff games. Josh Allen's at least won a playoff game in his life. Justin Herbert's ever played in the playoffs. Justin Herbert has a below 500 record. He's got talent. He's got it around him. He's got the tools. He's got the weapons. He's got everything that he needs. You just can't put someone on that platform when that platform is so astronomically higher. Yeah, he hasn't done it yet. No.
3: You know, like, I think that Justin Herbert and Mahomes are going to go at it for the next decade. I think that he's going to be awesome, and I don't think he's going to be better than Mahomes, but I think he's going to get the best of Mahomes Right. a lot of times, you know? Like, I think that they're going to have a lot of battles moving forward, but... I mean, it's time to just put this away. You know, put it in your pocket, pin it up on the wall. You know, maybe bring it up in five years after Herbert's actually done some things in the playoffs. But yeah. you know, for right now, I mean, we're talking about a guy in Patrick Mahomes who, in his first few seasons in the league, won league MVP, right? A Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, has hosted three straight AFC title games for a franchise that's pretty much, you know, they sucked for most of my lifetime. I'm sure. 27 years old. And Mahomes and Andy Reid have brought this thing out from the cellar. And now they're the class of the AFC. Let's stop making these comparisons, man. Like at least get a little bit better of a resume put together before you start trying to compare yourself to the greats of the business.
2: And that's the problem is that if you want those comparisons to be true and people that would also chime in, were like, well, Justin Herbert's only 23 years old. Okay, well, when Patrick Mahomes was 23 years old, he went to the Super Bowl, or he, went to the, he won the MVP and went to the AFC Championship game. When he was 22, he was a backup, and he won his first game as a starter, and everyone saw it. When Patrick Mahomes was 24, he won a Super Bowl. And if this is a down year for Patrick Mahomes, if this is a down year for Patrick Mahomes, and, and this year was Herbert's big year, Herbert threw 38 touchdowns this year. He threw for 5,000 yards. I'll give you that. He threw for 5,000 yards. That's nice. 383 came last night. He threw 38 touchdowns, and Patrick Mahomes down here, he threw 37. Patrick Mahomes threw 13 interceptions this year. 13! Six of them weren't his fault. 13 interceptions, and people are like, oh my gosh, Mahomes is having a bad year. Mahomes is destined to have a lot of interceptions, and Justin Herbert still threw More interceptions than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' first two years as a starter, he threw 17 interceptions. You want to take a guess on Justin Herbert? I'll I'll let you know the answer. 25. My man, turkey leg. Let it rip.
6: (laughs) Yo, yo. What's up, KC? What's up, fellas?
2: Not much, man. How you doing?
6: Oh, man. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, I just want to say, you know, we won the AFC West, of course. You know, shout out to the defense. Uh, for making that big play with uh, Ingram and Bowden. You know, that was amazing. And uh, like you said, man, stop with the comparisons. You know, it don't add up. You know, if you're going to compare him to anybody, it's, you know, that guy down there in, in Tampa. You know what I'm saying? But we don't even want to bring him up. But I do believe Herbert and Burrow will be some, uh, you know, some good comp in the in the future to come. Like you said, the next three to five years. Kind of how, like, Manning and, uh, and, and Brady and, you know, all that was in the- back in the day, so we will have some good comp, and, um, you know, I, I just want to say I hope Spags, you know, helps us out, mix up the D a a little bit, which I'm sure they will, like you said, I think this week was just a little vanilla just getting through it, but um, I don't think, I don't think uh, Pittsburgh, you know, is ready for us again, I think we'll go through them like we did last time, you see they 14-point dogs, I, I expect it to be probably, a, you know, 10-point win, something like that, at least a touchdown, and uh, we ready, like like uh, Pat said earlier, we ready, sitting back, ready, see who we're playing for next week because uh, we on our way to L.A. So, let's go, Chief. T- Shout out to the kingdom. Shout out to the show. Turkey leg man, smoking up the city, man.
2: I like it. Much love, Turkey, man. Good to hear from you.
6: Yeah, for sure.
2: Have you bought that man a shirt yet? Not yet, man. He just, he uh, he, reached out out. To, he reached out to me, DM'd me. Okay. Said he got a new schedule at work. All right. So I just want to make accurate. sure that this process so we gotta, is rolling. We got to get a good, right. a good time. To to where it fits his schedule, fits mine. Get together. A promise is a promise. A, a likens always pays his debts, and I will. Uh, I'll have a, a two shirt picture outside the food truck. Uh, my word is as good as my bond because I got two things in this world, uh, Nick. I got my uh, my my stuff, and I got my word. Without that, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Neil, Lone Jack, let it rip, man.
5: Guys, great great show as always, man. I love hearing you preach about this uh, Justin Herbert stuff, man. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Burrow, you name it, bring it on. It's a totally different season. Playoffs are where it's at, baby. Patrick has the record. Nobody else has the record. you got to beat the man. If you want to beat the man, you got to beat the man. I'll believe when I see it, all that stuff. Go time. I'm super stoked. Playoff time is here. The reason we didn't take it all the way home last year is because our offensive line was hurt and our defensive line wasn't strong enough to get it done. Well, Melvin Ingram and the boys are going to bring it. Chris Jones, Naughty, Reed, all those boys are ready. They're primed. Last couple of weeks, they, they fell off a little bit with the pass rush, but just coming back, coming back strong. And the offensive line is healthy, we're ready to roll. I can't wait. Pittsburgh, look out, baby. We're co- you're coming in, and we're going to take it to you. We're going to take you down. and Whoever comes after that,
2: look out. Chiefs are ready to roll. See you in L.A., baby. Neil, thanks for the phone call. I will say this. Is anybody in any shape worried about T.J. Watt? Because Lucas Niang is done for the year. Um, Mr. Long has been activated. But he hasn't played all year. Right. He hasn't played in years. And Wiley's out there, and that's not the blind side. But T.J. Watt looks like he's healthy. I believe he has... Five and a half, five and a half sacks in the last two weeks. Now, granted, it was against Baltimore and then whoever they played two weeks ago, whenever it was on oh Cleveland. Um, so who knows uh like what it's gonna be when he plays the Chiefs. But the thing I will say, and I do I do agree with the with the two callers that just called in, Neil and, and Turkey Leg, is that um that's always weird to say out loud. But like I do believe that this team is 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 well prepared for what this season is because The regular season really doesn't doesn't matter for the Chiefs. I mean, obviously, Andy Reid wins 12 games a year. The Chiefs just kind of get to where they need to get to. And like Mahomes has said, they haven't played their best football yet. I will say this. I want to see what this defense looks like because the Chiefs in the first 15 plays are better than anybody else in the entire NFL, and it's not even close. I will will tell you that. But what I want to see is what, this defense looks like right out of the shoot. Because the last time they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, this defense was firing on all cylinders right out of the shoot. In fact, if you remember, they made a play where as soon as they made it, Frank Clark was you could tell 55 was was about it. And and this defense is is as good as 95 is, and 95 was was not really alive as much as you'd like to see in that game against Denver. But like my co-host Nick Price has said. Maybe that Denver game was something that they just kind of put on the back burner. Maybe it was like another one of those preseason type of schemed games because pregame, Tyreek Hill gets that injury. Travis Kelsey kind of gets knocked up around the, you know, the end of the game. And then, you know, it's thin air. Denver's a tough place to play, I guess. I don't know. But when we come back, I want to bring up Melvin Ingram and why I think this defense is the team that needs to be the most focused when we play this Pittsburgh Steelers team.
0: This. this is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913 576 7610. Here's Dusty Likens
3: and Nick Price.
2: Again, 610 Sports Radio Red Reaction Show, 913 576 It's not our show, it's yours. And thanks to our friends at Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Chiefs' kingdom, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in over 200 locations. Text line, 913-576-7610 as well. Jay Southland, Toe Service, text line. Didn't Wiley just play Watt really well? I believe Watt was also, like, coming off of an injury. And he had was like,
3: really banged he up. He had,
2: like, a rib injury, Yeah, I, I think believe. he was, like, questionable. Right. And I think... Either the week
3: before or maybe it was the week after, but one of those, like around those, was like he was out with COVID. Yeah. And also, I mean, like TJ Watt, he's just one of those guys. Doesn't really matter yeah. if you've handled him before or if he's healthy. Like, you got to give all the respect in the world to that guy and you got to make sure that is your number one, two, and three priority going into this game.
2: And I do, I do believe, and I'm a firm believer that when incentives are on the line, there's guys that play a little
3: bit tougher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you, you know saw Chris that, Jones trying to get that sack. Uh, man, I felt so earlier. bad. All he
2: needed was one I for one point two five. And then you saw Tom Brady look over at at his coach. He's like, I'm not done yet. I got to get Gronk one more catch. So he a million dollars. So like, take that Antonio Brown. Uh, if you don't think Tom Brady cares, uh, text line nine one three five seven six from the nine five four guys. I'm super stoked. Pittsburgh. Next big thing to a bye week. It's go time to rock. Um, it's go time time to rock. See you in L.A. LFG Chiefs. I don't, can't really explain what those three letters mean. It's you know. an acronym. Uh, thanks, Big T. Neil from Lone Jack. Danny KCK. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Nick. Forgot to say Rex Ryan will be eating his words. Um, and the firing today I was surprised to see was Brian Flores. Let's go take care of yourselves. Thank you, Danny KCK. Hey, uh, the yeah. national media in general, they just love trolling the Chiefs. Yeah, it's fine. and that's, and that's and, and we'll talk about this real quick, actually, now that you bring that up because – I wanted to talk about Melvin Ingram because I think Melvin Ingram, and we all know this, so we can just make this a real subtopic. Melvin Ingram, since joining this defense, has been basically the the shining light or the uh, one shining moment, if you want to give it a college football, uh, basketball reference. That's really made this defense uh, click. He's kind of given that defense the the floor, and and they've taken it uh, all the way. Like Melvin Ingram has been the the spark that has lit this defense up, and and he was the saving grace in this last game. Is he just absolutely obliterates Melvin Gordon, gets the ball to strip. Nick Bolton's right there, and then Nick Bolton shows everyone that he's faster than an NFL quarterback, which is insanely awesome to me, which was like, okay, this is Drew Locke chasing him down. That or Drew Locke was like, I'm not going to be able to tackle this guy from behind. He's way too fast. Never mind. Um, but, yes, I think that that Melvin Ingram on this defense has been great. I think this defense is is gearing up for a playoff run and i think if there's one thing that we've seen and that we can that we can hang our hats on is in the past is that this defense shows up in the playoffs frank clark shows up in the playoffs last year the narrative was frank clark's contract sucks this year frank clark's contract sucks narrative has been there and then it's like well at least he shows up in the playoffs and and that is true this defense shows up in the playoffs and so that's one thing we'll have to get into a little bit further Um, but I think one thing about this team in this this Pittsburgh matchup is that the Chiefs just seem so much different and so much more advanced than the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers look like a team that has exactly what they have in their quarterback position, a team that is trying to transition but just can't quite do it yet because something is in the way. And unfortunately, that's the way it is sometimes, is that it's just like, hey, this guy's been good for so long. This guy's been our leader for so long. Maybe we should just keep moving forward with it. And that's what they have to do this year. And Ben Roethlisberger is their quarterback. Nobody's coming in other than Ben Roethlisberger. No matter what shape he's in, if he breaks his arm, he's still going to play. I promise you, Ben Roethlisberger is not leaving this field. And this is his last game. This is his final match Uh, in the NFL, and I think the Chiefs know that. I think the Chiefs can play that way, and I think the Chiefs, when they come out on defense, are going to do exactly what we've said before. They're going to blitz, they're going to send the house, and they're going to absolutely just keep Ben Roethlisberger off his spot, and as long as they do that, and as long as they keep moving Ben Roethlisberger around, this game will be very successful for the Chiefs. Is it a 14-point victory for the Chiefs? That I don't know. Is it a dominating win by the Chiefs? By that I mean they never lose the lead. They continuously have like a 10-point lead in the entire game. Maybe. There's a good chance. I mean, that's what they did to the Cleveland Browns last year. But, again, the Chiefs were the number one seed. They got a bye game or a bye week last year. This year, no bye. This year they got to play two games at home and then potentially go on the road to Tennessee. So we'll see how that plays out. But when it comes to Sunday's matchup at seven fifteen against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I expect the chiefs to be a little nasty. I expect this defense to be a little bit more aggressive. And when we come back, we'll give you our predictions and we'll talk about one more thing. And something that I comped earlier, which was the Kansas Jayhawks and the Kansas city chiefs and why these two teams are very similar when it comes to the end of the year.
0: This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick
3: Price.
2: Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. 610 Sports Radio, 913-576-7610. Not our show, it's yours. Thanks to our friends at Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. Um, From the 913, I've been a Chiefs fan since 1984. Nice. Rex Ryan is not wrong. I don't believe there is a team that is scared to play us. Our inconsistencies make everybody think they have a chance. That's fine.
3: Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I think that the gap between the Chiefs and everybody else is getting shallower. Uh-huh. You know, like, I think that there are teams that can come out and beat you, and it. this year has just felt a little bit different, right? Like, yeah. you haven't gone into every game like, yep, that's a win. And you're like, all right, we should win this game. Right. That's kind of how, like, Chiefs fans' mentality has been, but – I mean, it's definitely getting closer. Yeah. That's why I think it's so crucial to get it done this year.
2: But isn't, isn't it kind of nice how the narrative of the NFL can change so quickly on a small sample size because um, if the Chiefs do, in fact, blow the Steelers out, well, let's say they do, right? We'll get to our prediction here in a second. Let's say the Chiefs do blow the Steelers out. And when I say blow the Steelers out, and I do what we talked about last Monday where we get ruthless aggression – Let's say the Chiefs win like 41 to 10. Then what? Then what's the message? Do you really want to play the Chiefs? Because if the Patriots beat the Bills, the Patriots will go play the Titans. And the Chiefs will get the winner of Bengals Raiders. If the Bills beat the Patriots, the Chiefs will play the Bills. So really... You've already got the next two weeks planned out. For me, advantage, Chiefs, and Andy Reid. Because now all you really have to do is you just have to take three videotapes and put them together. Okay? You know you're playing to the Steelers, so you already have video of that this year. Perfect. Now, you're either going to play the Buffalo Bills if they beat New England, which I think will happen, or you will play the winner of... Bengals Raiders right so where are you at? Do you think do you think you have an advantage or a disadvantage? And I will say this, when it comes to the Chiefs and the Steelers this weekend, I will say this. I think the Chiefs win. My score might different differentiate from where it is now to where it'll be on Sunday, but I think in this game, I think the Chiefs are good to score. 31, and I think their defense will allow somewhere around like 20. I think they can win 34 to 20, which would cover the spread. I think the Chiefs can win 34-20. That might be a lot of points to give up since the Steelers didn't get that many points the last time they played. But where I'm at in the playoffs with a little bit of nerves and a little bit of
3: you know new season, 34-20 Chiefs. I'm going uh, 27-16 Chiefs, Mm. so I'm seeing a cover. A little backdoor cover, maybe from okay. the Steelers, but I think overall, you know, the you got to feel pretty good about the defense and what Pittsburgh's been able to do to hold them under that seventeen, maybe twenty points. You know, twenty right. points, I think, is kind of the ceiling there. So the offense come out, do your thing. they could be all right. Remember, you get Dan
2: and Hughes tomorrow at eight o'clock with the guys from Fesco in the morning, along with Pete Sweeney. I'm sorry, Pete Sweeney at eight. Dan and Hughes at eight thirty. Nate Taylor joins. Cody and Gold at 1 o'clock at Mitchell Schwartz at 3 p.m. Jay Binkley at 425 on 610 Sports Radio on the drive tomorrow or 415. I think it's 415. I'm giving you wrong times. It's playoff season. The season starts now. Chiefs, Steelers, Sunday, 715, Sunday night football for Nick Price, Dusty Likens. Um, This is the Red Reaction Show. Once again, it's not our show. It's yours. Thanks to all of the callers. Thanks to all of your support. We'll see you again next Monday. The Chiefs keep winning. The reaction continues. I'm Dusty Likens. Good night, Kansas City. Be safe. Cheers.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.